Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. It's like deja vu. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and never letting me let let a mess up go. Gator. It's, it's Jeff. Gator. So, yeah, you can never just let it go. You always got to point out my mistakes. I mean, and, it wasn't really then, a mistake. And then you wonder why. It's still hot. Then it wasn't wa- really a mistake then, on your part. It you, was just the level was hot. Well, then you wonder why, like, you know, when you make a mistake, I pounce on it. I mean, I make so few. <laughs> right. Anyway, so guys, <laughs> it is the final episode of 2022. Fuck this year. Yeah, this year's kind of been a kick in the pants. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, we'll, 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 you you've had a you've had a week. My pants have freshly been kicked. Yeah, yeah. you've had a week. Yeah. You are hot, aren't you? I am. I'm coming in hot, man. Your microphone. I'm going to turn down your levels there just a okay. little bit. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. You're you're fired up. So yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Dick. mean that. <laughs> anyway, so um. Oh, that would be nice. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to. Didn't. Intent. Let's get fired up. I truly did not intend that. Actually, that was <laughs> that was a mistake. It was it was a true and honest mistake. Let's watch the iPad fucking blow away. Oh again. no! It, it's what's well, happened before. I By know. the way, we're drinking daily press today from fucking good coffee. We are. You're still dicking with the levels, I am, because you? you're still coming in hot. Yeah, daily press. Anyway, um, so yeah, so guys, since this is the last one of the year, um. And because I was scrambling to get out of the house in a res- relatively decent time to get over here to... Uh, by, by that, you mean you were late. I, I was late. Yeah. I was late. Um, we are smoking the uh, Smoker's Choice. We're doing yes. Smoker's We're doing smokers Choice. Nick brought a cigar with him. I did. I am going to be smoking one of my old favorites. I'm going to be smoking the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro. I'm going to Nicarag- break into my humidor. Nicaraguan Puro. And I'm smoking the Epicure, which is the 6x54 size. By the way, I want to point out, I got to give credit where it's due. I won this humidor. You did. From our friends over at the Hill Cigar Company. You did. And it's a Don Pepin Garcia. Yeah. It might- and it's been a wonderful humidor. It's nice, my father humidor. Yes. That you don't have really all that full. Well, I smoke my cigars, unlike you, you and you just hoard them. Ah, that smell just coming through. That oh, nice, doesn't it smell good? That nice cedar I'm smell saying. coming through. Like as soon as you pop the top and took that tray out, I'm like, yeah, ah, it's so nice. What should I do? So I, no, I don't know. What should you? I do? of course have my quorums because those are my road sticks. But this is like I'm cutting my dollar cost average with those end of year episode. But exactly, you really so do I like smoke that? those so I can smoke something good on the show. Yes. Yeah, now I have a nice Southern draw, Rose of Sharon. You do. Let's see what else. God, what? So light, let's man. take it's a just... deep dive into Gators Humidor. It's so light. I have an Asylum Thirteen, Connecticut. You do. Now, is this really what we want to be doing here? Because I've got actual business to get ver- to. Ver- how do you pronounce that? is that Vorio Vorio the Vorio I've also got an LFD ORO the 50th anniversary um you do that's fanciful yeah and it's fanciful it's gonna fall right in my coffee if I don't move that <laughs> that was bothering me I've got a nice uh velvet rat that's probably a little harsh for 
first cigar of the day, I would think. I would actually really enjoy watching you smoke that. I bet you would. <laughs> uh, I've got a nice uh, Aroa. Yeah. Looks, is that Saudi Arabia? I'm pretty sure it's not. Okay. That would be Salud Amour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I was going to say, you're like, is that Saudi Arabia? Amendola. Pretty sure it's not. Pretty sure it's not. Yeah, that's, that's an Amendola. Okay. Camacho. Can what? you just pick something? Well, I mean, I'm, but I'm, you know, ooh, I have a timeless prestige. You do, you do. I think you did a timeless the last time we did. I did. I have choice. a Crux Epicure. Yeah, yeah. I am. I, I hate to admit this. I am completely out of Aladino. San, Shout out to our studio sponsor, San Tony, and all the I've great guys over there. All of those at, up uh, at Crux, and um, then uh, I have a nice leaf Connecticut, but. I also do not have an Aladino with me. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm completely out of those. Yeah. Now, I do have this Macanuto Vintage Maduro with the metal, like, Are you really wanting to start your it. day with that? No. <laughs> no, I am not. Okay, okay. I have, what else do I, I have? I swear here? to God, folks, I do have legitimate stuff to talk about this Ooh, episode. Now, I have a bourbon cigar seasoned with Maker's Mark. Once we get past what's in Gator's humidor. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't realize that we were doing this this episode. V- Vita Nova? What? What is that? I'm deep diving. Vita Nova. Five by 50. I don't know what this is. Holy shit. I got a Grand Marnay. You do? That's been in there a while. That's actually probably aged five or six years. But I think what I'm going to smoke today is the Padrone Anniversary Series. Oh, you cock. <laughs> Padron 1964 anniversary series. And, you know, here's the funny thing about that, Jeff. Yep. Is I had considered smoking one of those myself. I actually have a Padron 1964 here myself. Oh, do you? But mine's bigger. I was going to say, <laughs> I was in the pool. You've got you've got Padron envy. Um, <laughs> and, and to be honest, the reason that I didn't choose that one yeah. is because... Uh, the size of that cigar and the amount of smoking time it's going to produce, I figure I'm just not going to have the time to fully enjoy that cigar. Well, no, the way and, I you, and that's why you want to enjoy exactly a cigar like this. exactly. So before you cut, oh my you god, just about I was to ready. Prematurely cut there. It is time to uh, cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And guys, if you want Padron cigars, he's got Padron cigars. He does. If you want Perdomo cigars, he's got Perdomo cigars. If you want Aganorsa, or if you want Aladino, or if you want uh, all kinds of other great cigars. Yeah. I'm blanking off the top of my head here. Oh, he's um, got, well, uh, Perdomo. Yeah, well, I said that. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. I don't listen. But he also does have what we are considering the... Number one cigar, according to Cigar Aficionado, which is the Rocky Patel 6060, because, yep. you know, fuck Cuba. And so, uh, <laughs> no, it, it, whatever. Uh, the Cuban people are wonderful, but anyway. It's, it's the, it's the communist will, government. That we're we're going to get back of. on that topic here in just a little we bit. We have lots of topics to circle back we do, on. Well, it, at least that. But anyway, but he does have the Rocky Patel 6060, so you can try what is arguably the number one cigar, according to Cigar Aficionado. And... Um, all sorts of other great cigars. And, guys, the, the lounge has been so busy lately. Hopping. 
Like, and, and what's been great is you've got new people coming in that are bringing new people with them, and people yeah. are trying it out, and it's been really just a wonderful experience. So, anyway, if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by Riverman Cigar Company. Check them out. If you're not in the St. Louis area and you want to support a brick-and-mortar shop, and you should. You should support a brick-and-mortar shop. Amen. And you don't have one local to you, you can always make Dan your brick-and-mortar by giving him a call because he does mail order. He can ship single cigars, boxes, accessories, all kinds of fun stuff to you right away. That's yes. Dan the Man Ponder, Riverman Cigar Company. Did you mention the ashtrays? Because he's got a ton of nice ashtrays. He does ashtrays. have a really good selection yeah. of ashtrays in right now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Dan the Man Ponder, Riverman Cigar Company. Time to go ahead and cut the cigar. If you don't have a brick and mortar, let Riverman be yours. See, I did the commercial quick. Jeff decides to just slow it down. That's right. As if we have all the time Smooth in the world. Jazz here on the pulpit. Anyway. All right. You're like the Dr. Johnny Fever, and I'm more like Venus. I just gave my cigar a nice cut. There's like six people in the audience got that reference. I got that reference, but that's okay. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice chocolatey component to the cold draw off the uh, Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro. Oh, my God. No, that's a great cigar. It's a great cigar. Probably fairly earthy, I'd imagine. Slight little chocolatey component, maybe, depending upon if you have the natural or the Maduro. Spicy. Really? I almost, I can't let you. No, I am not going to lick that cigar. <laughs> no, I was going to say I'd almost let you do a cold draw on it. No, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, this is I'm not amazing. Do that. I don't know where that mouth of yours has been. This is amazing. I have suspicions, and I just, I don't want to go there. Um, it's got some citrus notes. I mean, I've been drinking coffee, too. I shouldn't be getting this. This cigar True. is powerful. There you go. Um, I'm getting citrusy notes. I'm getting spices, like baking spices, cinnamon, nutmeg. Well, there you go. I'm excited. Wow. I got to do the cold retro. I don't think you did one. I did not. Because you suck. Wow. That... That is one of the most intense cold draws I've ever had in the history of ever. Well, there you go. Wow. Look at you coming through with the Patron 1964. Kind of can't believe that you're smoking a Patron 1964 either. I don't want to give it up. I mean, I got to light it I mean, at some hey, point. You got to light it. I mean, <laughs> so. There's so much flavor, though, on the cold draw. Anyway, so, okay. So, we, the have, cold draw. we have wow. two major topics that I, I want to get into before we get into let me ask let, the boys and all that. Let me light my cigar. Yeah. And so, one of them is, you know, kind of more cigar related. Okay. The other one is more you related. So, I figured let's yeah. get your business out of the way now, and then we'll get into okay. the greater cigar topic. Okay. I had a bad week last week. Yeah, who did? And I was actually planning on being on the most recent episode that I was not on. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. You want me to start at the beginning? I mean, you start where you want to start your story. So about 6 o'clock on Thursday night prior to Christmas. Let me give this a puff That would be quick. what, Thursday the 22nd? Yeah, because Friday's, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. I get a call from Stephanie, my general manager at my newspaper, and she informs me that the building next door to ours is on fire. Fire. And not just a little fire. No, it was a big goddamn fire. It was a big <laughs> goddamn fire. Yeah. 
Um, the building next to us is two stories. My building's my building's a story, but it's like a story and a half. It's like extra tall, you know, big like raised ceiling with the old style, like you know, square aluminum. So it's you, like you a, know what I'm talking about. So it's like a tuna can. It's wide and girthy, but it's not very. It's not as tall. Well, I'm more <laughs> elongated because they built us in the alley at some point. Okay. Back in, anyway, there's a lot going on. So the the business next door to us was the White Rabbit. Um, you can look this up online. I'm sure you can find all kinds of pictures of it. But uh, it the second story of the White Rabbit caught fire. It did. And it's gone. It it collapsed. It, it burned collapse. to the ground. Um, it uh, has displaced my staff at the newspaper. Yep. Luckily, we had a, a satellite office in DuCoyne that we were able to get everybody into. We did. I got to give a shout out to my cousin, Galen. Um, my cousin Galen showed up pretty much as the fireman got there because he lives real close to town and he actually went in before the fire got really raging and pulled my server and our pagination station that we lay our pages out on, yep. pulled those out for me. And well, that's good because that's how you got a newspaper out this that's week. That's how we got a newspaper out this <laughs> week. Um, we were able to go in and save some other computers. We have a lot of smoke and water damage. I mean... Um, if anybody's friends with me on Facebook, obviously I've posted some pictures and talked a little bit about it on there. Yeah. But, uh, I've never been through anything like this before. Yeah. And it's, and <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Like we've, we've had the insurance adjuster come in. Um, and you could tell it didn't seem like she even knew where to start. Like there's so much wrong. Yeah. You know, the building was saved. And and I've was got it, though the the well it was it saved. didn't collapse yeah it was saved enough that I was able to get my archives out yeah. which is our history yeah um you know our bound books of the newspapers we yeah. got those down to the historical society and we were able to save our server we got our our some of our computers out we we saved a lot of business to keep functioning um is the building going to be standing a year from now i i don't know that yeah i don't know the structural integrity we had a shared wall with the business that collapsed yeah it doesn't look good you also had what a six to eight inch layer of ice on the roof uh yes i'm sure by now is flooding into your building considering it's currently 60 degrees out right now for the second day when we were there yesterday with the insurance adjuster water is weeping through the ceiling yes and, and it was 60 yesterday, and it's, and it's gonna 60 get again today, and it's 60 again tomorrow, and tomorrow is when it's going to rain all day. So that rain mixed with the three days is going to add more weight, I know. You're going to have more water, yeah. and it's going to melt that ice that's currently there. I know. Now, not to mention, I've been driving the FJ of late, and I yes. had my Jeep parked out behind the building. This is what I was also going to bring up, yes. Yeah. So my blue Jeep was covered in at least three inches of ice all the way around. You've seen pictures of yep, it. Yep, yep. Because uh, the overspray. Because let's let's review for a moment. Yeah. The night that this fire took place mm-hmm. it was Thursday the 22nd. It was five degrees, negative five degrees outside at yep. the time. However, with wind chill, it was negative 30. Yep. And so the firemen are out there blowing water all over the place in negative, essentially negative 30 degrees Fahrenheit. So yes. this water was freezing, like, almost instant. instantly. Yeah. Instantaneously, yes. Yeah. Now, see, and this is what I was going to po- point out. You always tell me 
that when I ask you where the cutter Bjorn got you is, you say it's in the Jeep. Oh, it's in the Jeep. But right now, the Jeep could be fucked. Yes. So does that mean the Bjorn's cutter could be fucked? I mean, I doubt the structural integrity of Bjorn's cutter has been gonna, affected. Are you going to be able to get to the cutter, is my point. When the Jeep thaws sometime <laughs> in June or July, yes. It's probably thawed by now. Not completely. I was there yesterday. The The side facing bet, the I sun. I would bet by tomorrow it'll be okay. The, sun, the side facing the sun yeah. is the rest of the Jeep is still frozen solid. I would bet by tomorrow it'll be okay. And I, I can't even, like, tow it out because... All the rubble that has fallen down behind it from the building collapsing. Luckily, the building didn't collapse on the Jeep. Is that lucky? (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, I want an insurance claim, but Mm -hmm. I might be getting an insurance claim. So, but uh, is there damage to the Jeep aside from being frozen like that? I don't know until it thaws. Okay. Everybody's warned me that the suspension from all the extra weight could be jacked. Yeah. it's, It's a wait and see. I don't know. Okay. I mean, if you want to, I've sent you pictures. You can post one on the parishioners group if you want to show people. These pictures are messed up, guys. Guys, I took some <laughs> yesterday. I took some yesterday, and it's still, yeah. Here, I'm yeah. going to show you. Oh, God. I, this is riveting radio. Um, Here. So, me looking at photos on your phone as we do this. So, um, holy cow. Yeah, my God. Even in yesterday's temperatures, mm-hmm. the icicles coming off the back of the building and everything yep. like that. My God, your building is just a block of ice. Yes. That's so crazy. They, okay. I like how you framed the American flag in there. Right? That was nice. I did that on purpose. That was a very, yeah. very, very, <laughs> it's a very newspapery photo. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was uh, kind of on purpose, yeah, actually. Anyway. I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> so, yeah, that that being said... I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to be back in my building. I don't know if my Jeep's going to work again. There's a lot of things up in the air right now. So this is where I feel like we need to give a moment of silence to the building because here's the deal. You and I have smoked cigars in that building. We have. We have had a mighty herf. We and we, we, and I paid we, for that. We pissed off your staff something fierce God, with that mighty so herf. Mad. Um, we that's, had the door open. That's that's where we watched Delicia's travel videos that on is, Amazon. You're right. You know, uh, yep. we watched the Cigar Vixens travel videos, and I think we know. watched Spotlight there one night too. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm I was focusing on Delicia. Well, but. yeah, I mean, I totally get that. <laughs> she had a kid, by the way. I know. Congratulations. Yes, exactly. She never listens to us. Didn't so come on, never come on our show. Never, but, she'll yeah. never hear that we said congratulations. But anyway, but you know, as we're also, I'd invite about, her on, but I don't want to sag at her. We're also talking about oogling her on the Amazon show, but well, okay. You know, you know here's the thing about Delicia. <laughs> there are a lot of women in the world that are that are good to look at. Then I guess some guys, you know, if that's your thing. Not mine. Not mine, but I, but I mean, I guess they exist. Delicia is a delightful, beautiful young woman who happens to really know her shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the difference between her and a lot of the influencers. I was going to say Insta babes, but anyway. e- either either or. Okay. I think the terms are well, somewhat anyway. interchangeable. But no, I, she knows what she's doing. I was going to say we've had some cigar moments. At at your at your building, we have. And we should. We've had some. Them. We've had moments. We should stop and reflect for a moment. Yeah. Review. Yeah. Review. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so that's what's been going on. I alluded to it. Last you also. Episode, but, you you know. also about had a heart attack at my building. We were watching. Probably. probably. We were watching a video. 
Oh, that's right. And it was late. It was really late yep. for some reason. And I don't even know why we were down there at this time. But we're watching a video, and my delivery guy who had gone and picked up the papers that night, it was a Tuesday evening. That's right. Paul scared the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, he went to pick up the papers. Well, I hear Paul walking down the hallway, and we're set up at the editorial <laughs> office I, and I watching not. my Big Mac because that's what we were watching the videos on. Macintosh. Yeah, my Big Mac. Not his sandwich. No, no. <laughs> my 27-inch <laughs> iMac. Anyway. So we're watching this, and I even said to Nick, I said, oh, Paul's here. And it it didn't register. No, nah, it just didn't register. And Nick looks up at me and goes, what? And about that time, he looks over and sees my driver, Paul, standing in the doorway of the room. And I about shat myself. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I thought we were going to have to take you to the hospital. I thought you'd had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. It took you a good 20 minutes to get back to, like, neutral. Yeah, it that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, because all of a sudden there was somebody there and you didn't know it. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I was about to make a joke. I'm going to let it go because Paul's a nice guy. I was Paul's make a great a, guy. I make a joke at Paul's expense, and I'm not going to do Why that Why are you now. targeting Paul, of all people? Because it just it flowed with the conversation. But I was, I'm, Fair enough. I'm going to let it go. Paul's Fair a enough. nice guy. Anyway. Paul is a good cat. Okay, so... Anyway, but anyway, my building, building is potentially just effed. It is indeed effed. Yeah. So, but no one got hurt. No fireman got hurt. Thank God. There we go. So, and and good. By the way, I got to give a shout out. Good to Jim Gilo and the Pinckneyville Fire Department, the Ducoin Fire Department in Illinois, the Nashville Fire Department, and our guys over at the Tamaro Fire Department. It was basically those four departments. Because when Jeff has a fire, he has a four alarm. Fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. It, hey, I didn't start the fire. I just want to point that out. It was not in my building. You thank God. But it is a testament. The to world's the been turning. Yes. And it's just burning. Yes. Yeah, it's a testament <laughs> to those fire departments because they fought a fire in 28 degree below wind chill weather with wind gusts that were just insane. And they were running out of water. Like, they didn't have yeah. enough water in the towers. Like, at certain times, they had to stop putting oh, water sure. on the fire yeah. to let it catch back up. It it got real It got real bad real quick. Well, because let's be real. And they saved they, the block. I would say, had they not gotten that out, how many different buildings would we be talking? How, how many buildings are along that block? I mean, there's at least six. So, yeah. So, six different buildings would have gone up. Six. Uh, street city street to city street there were six businesses on there and in in reality they should all be gone and somehow the fire department came in and kept the whole block from burning down because because it's a it, you know it's an old it's an old it town is. street is, yeah. and every building's built off the other building yeah, there's no it's all a bunch of shared walls yeah yeah and just the fact that my structure is still standing is just flat a miracle so Anyway, shout out to my boys with the fire departments there. there we Thank go. you. So moving on to other business, cigar news. So in a recent episode, Nick Gervais and I, we discussed the Cigar Aficionado Top 25 Cigars of 2022. Yes. And I we, keep hearing something about a Cuban. We had some thoughts. Have you not listened to that one? I have not listened to the last. Ah, I haven't listened to that show, and I haven't listened it. to the one. With, I've been a little busy. That one would have been a good one to listen to, I, but anyway. But I've been a little busy. So Okay, so, so. they named the H. Upman number two from Cuba as the number one cigar. Well, let's rush right out and get that and try it. Yeah, anyway. So I figured that 
given the fact that we talked about that top 25, let's take a moment and review another top 25. Hold on. Are you talking about Cigar Journal? I am indeed talking about the Cigar okay. Journal top 25. So Cigar Journal, which is, I believe, based out of Germany. I believe they're based out of Germany. So they actually have access to Cubans, they unlike do. us. Unlike Cigar Aficionado, who is exploiting a loophole that allows journalists to basically have Cubans. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> um, they, uh, they, they have access to Cubans on the regular. So part of my argument against Cigar Aficionado does not apply to Cigar Journal. So if Cigar Journal includes because Cubans... Because in theory, they have access to them. If they're yes. including Cubans, I don't feel as though it's as big of an issue because they're not a United States... They, they, they you know, do a lot in the United States. Yeah. I believe they even print in the United States. But, you know, it, it, it's what it is. Yeah. You know? So anyway, starting off the top 25, we have the 1502 Anniversario, Anniversario number 10. Um, from it's uh. Send me the link, okay, so I can read along. That would be good. That would be good. That would be good. You know what? And then you could help me. It's not just me, like. Well, I mean, I don't you know. I don't know how much of that's going to happen. Out, you know the names of this thing and everything like that. So, um, there you go. So just waiting on it to come through now. So anyway, so the 1502 Anniversario 10. Um, the description here, it says that among this Toro's fine cedar and leather aromas is the sweetness of vanilla beans as well as delicate pepper, touch of salt. It unfolds as nutty, fruity, and earthy. And I guess it's made in the A.J. Fernandez factory and all that. Now, I've had some 1502s. Um, I believe Broccoli Rob carries 1502. I believe he does, actually, cigar. yes. And which So, it's one of those things um, that uh, I I don't, if I've had this cigar, I don't remember it. Okay. But it's possible I've had this cigar. And even if I haven't had this cigar, it's feasible for me to obtain it. Yes. Hell. Moving on to number 24, we have the Great Wall, the Mao series. And this one is actually from China Tobacco Szechuan International Company. Okay. This is a Chinese cigar. Um, they gave this number 24. They said this perfectly rolled, handcrafted cigar is complex and harmonious, offers woody, leathery, earthy, and fruity notes paired with sponge cake, mint, coffee, and caramel. On top of that, chili heat. Okay. There's a lot, lot going, on. going on there. A lot going yeah. on in the Great Wall, the Mao series, number 24. Have you got this list? Are you reading along? I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Well, why don't you do number 23? Okay, so uh, it looks like that's going to be a Nova. It is indeed a Nova. Number 23 is the Platinum Nova Leo 11 Edition Limitada Nicaragua. And? It's Toro with the pigtail. It offers leather flavors with undernotes of earth and charcoal. It is peppery and develops a light note of saffron. 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 Uh, but cocoa and cinnamon sweetness are also present, as well as coffee aromas. I don't know, but I'm fairly certain this is the one that Leo gave me at TPE when we stopped by her booth. I have smoked this cigar, and yes, that's I'm where we got sure it. I'm pretty sure you and I have smoked this cigar, and I'm pretty sure we smoked it at TPE, yep. courtesy of Leo. So, Nope, you're absolutely right. Sure. By the way, it's uh, uh, Nicaraguan origin. The rapper is Ecuadorian, and uh, apparently everything else is Nicaragua. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So it's a strength of 7 out of 10. And so then that brings us to the number 22, which is the Liga Pravada Unico Serie Year of the Ox from Drew Estate. To Maduro wrapper producing high amounts of smoke and white ash. Subtle fruity sweetness is underscored by pepper, pepperiness, nutty and wood aromas and mineral notes. Now, I'd like to point out, we're now on number 21. Okay, yes. So once I complete number 21 here, you and I have done 20% of the list. Okay. Okay. What have we not seen so far? Cuban. Bingo. So number 21 is the American Double Robusto. Let me, let me throw something out, by the way, about uh, number 22. Yeah. I have not tried the Year of the Ox, yeah. but I do. I did show earlier a Year of the Rat that I still have, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I have not seen the Year of the Ox. Anyway, moving along. I believe it's a limited edition deal. Mm-hmm. And, well, I, well, yeah. I think that and Year so, of the Rat was, too. Yeah, and so... That's the that's a whole nother conversation is should limited editions be included? I guess there's cigars. I, I didn't say it. I guess I don't really necessarily have a problem with that. There's cigars much. that were released during the year. Yeah. You know, is it what you're saying? Is it fair for them to put the highest like best tobaccos they have into one cigar and, and kick it out in a limited edition and win? Cigar, you know, like the cigar of the year, yeah. like the top twenty twenty five. But let's be real; I don't think they're doing that. It, it's that's just it. Yeah. It's a cigar that's released during the year. I think it's fair game. Okay, so the number twenty one is the American Double Robusto from J C Newman. Uh, has aromas of earth and undergrowth, dried flowers and hazelnuts. What does undergrowth taste like? <laughs> See, I love the folks at J C Newman, and so I don't want to make the joke that I have rattling around in my head, but. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it makes me think of the undercarriage, and that's never good. It's kind of we're getting the similar spot there. Uh, herbal notes, chocolate sweetness, some coffee and chili heat come into play. Um, a USA cigar. Now, USA, USA, USA. Here's the thing. So we have a USA cigar. We have a Nicaraguan cigar with the number twenty two. The the year of the we have a Chinese. We have a Nicaraguan cigar from Nova. We have a Chinese cigar from the Great Wall. And we have another Nicaraguan from the 1502. Yes. Some of my arguments about the Cuba cigars obviously apply to the Chinese cigar. But, you know, again, with Cigar Journal being based in Germany, I guess I really can't. I don't know how much. Yeah. You know, different politics, I guess, come into play there. Um, How do you pronounce number 20? Is that Kumpay? Kumpay? C U M P A Y, Kampai, 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 Kampai. It's a Lancero. It's a uh, creamy milk chocolate married with leather. It's an odd marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, coffee and nut aromas in this Lancero. Roasted nuts, sweetness, some pepper, also play a part. And at times, oh, some juniper can be discerned. I'm very familiar with the taste of juniper. <laughs> Nick ate a juniper berry live on the show once. That was not fun. Um, I can't believe you actually ate that. A Nicaraguan cigar. It tastes like a pine cone. It was a dried pine cone. Yeah. yeah it was gross. Anyway, so another another Nicaraguan cigar. It's a Puro. Uh, moving on to number 19 with the principal Martinique Lancero, and it uh, presents sweetness, acidity, pepper, and a hint of bitter tones. has a very complex blend with a penchant for wood and fruit notes paired with uh, spice and You sharpness. have a penchant for wood, too, don't you? No, no. No. Uh, this is a cigar from Principal coming out of the Dominican Republic. 
So, <laughs> so, so, you know, so, so far we're what? Seven cigars into this list. I that's math. No China or uh, Cuba represented. Oh, yeah. hold on. La Roma de Cuba. Yes, but number that, eighteen. But that's that's for Nicaraguan, Jeff. That's a my father's cigar. But it says Cuba. It's it's an Ashton distributors. It, it, Ashton owns it. It's the name, Jeff. It's the Passion box pressed torpedo. It's not a Cuban cigar. I, it's a Nicaraguan. I, I, I'm cigar. aware. Okay, it's. <laughs> Creamy wood again for Nick there. Damn it. Uh, you've got toast and, ooh, and nut aromas. I don't like creamy wood and nut aromas. <laughs> um, Speaking of the undercarriage. Anyway. Uh, they unfold over a vegetal note. What? What? What the fuck are you reading? Oh, okay. Yeah, veg- like vegetal. Like- it's, it just it hits the ear wrong. Vegetal note. Okay. All right. And a retro. What the fuck are they saying? Is this a German? Retro nasally. No, and that is retro, retro nasally, nasally noticeable. Okay. Apparently. Oh my God! The cold retro. There's a vegetal note that is retro nasally noticeable. So in other words, I guess if you retro hail it, you you get vegetables. Did they just admit the cold retro is a thing? But the retro hail is a thing. They didn't say. I anything. think they just admitted they the cold any, retro. There is no the word "cold" is not anywhere in there, Jeff. Nowhere in there. Nowhere well, in the there. Ro- I've never heard retro nasally either, but I like but it. But you've heard of the retro hail, yeah? But retro nasally, I'm going to use that now. I'm adding that to the repertoire. Fruity sweetness. It's noticeable. Spice. An elegant looking cigar with a great tower of ash. It's a Nicaraguan puro by my father. All right. So number seventeen is the Davidoff Dominicana Toro. And so now you got a Dominican Republic cigar represented there by Davidoff. It's a pigtailed Toro presenting aromas of fresh wood and fresh earth. Notes of thyme, cloves, roasted aromas. An increasingly fruity sweetness comes up that is accompanied by gentle chili spice and pleasant bitter tones. Oh, my God. I thought that was pheasant tones. Yeah. You really need to learn to read, Jeff. <laughs> pheasant. I mean, it's a it's a tasty foul. Moving on to number 16, we have the A. Flores Connecticut Valley Reserve Azul Churchill. Did you know I used to raise pheasants? I, I did know that. I actually, yes. I had some really beautiful melanistic, like, black, almost, like, purpley feathered pheasants. Oh, they were gorgeous. The sweet starter has cigar notes of ch- cherries and chocolate, <laughs> caramel and vanilla at the ready that combine well with the woody aromas. The smoke of the cigar is creamy and cool, delicate, delicately salty and tart. And this comes to us from PDR Cigars and is from the Dominican Republic. Rappers USA, by the way. It is. So next up. Number 15. The Garofalo. Big shout out. You know what? You know, what? You know this this deserves this deserves something special, Jeff. Okay. This deserves something special. Garofalo. We sh- you should have had the bell on there. You know, if I would have had that on the uh soundboard, I yep. would have done that. But yep. I didn't. And we don't have a bell anymore. We gave it away. We to gave Mr. our bell Garofalo. to Garofalo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, you're right. So go ahead. Oh, after you. No, it's the Garofalo La Familia Connecticut Epicure. In the first third, the cigar des- er, delivers bitter almond, licorice, subtle sweetness, and acidity. It's and a- got a peppery kick, ample spice, a floral note, toast, roasted and leathery aromas develop. It's very creamy. And it's from United Cigars. 
And it's uh, produced in Tabacalera Perdomo in Nicaragua. One of our sponsors here on the show. United Cigars. United Cigars. Yes. yes. Indeed. And uh, like I said, big shout out to to uh, Dave Groflo. You know, and, and that's the thing. Dave pointed, when, when this came out, he was very, you know, magnanimous and everything. But he he pointed. He always is. I mean, he's a great guy. Yeah. But he pointed something out. You know, he said that this this one made. It it meant a lot to him because he knows the method in which Cigar Journal does these. It's it's blind. Yeah, it's all a it's blind. Hundred percent yeah. blind. And and I'm and to be fair, to be fair, Cigar Aficionado also claims that they do theirs blind. I have no reason to doubt that. So I'm not saying that you know they don't, but uh, but we know the method by which Cigar Journal does it. And it is blind, and I take it everything. Does, does, so, does you know, aficionado whatnot. not really tell how they do theirs? Well, they have in the past. They've 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 put out like I think a video detailing how they come up with theirs and everything okay. like that, and and you know blind, but you know yeah. How do the cigars get into the pool? Okay. Anyway, so next up is number fourteen. Number fourteen, the Drew Estate twenty acre farm. Toro. Mm-hmm. Now I've had the Drew Estate twenty year, but I've not had the uh, twenty acre farm Toro. Okay. Uh, let's see. This cigar has lush cedar and oaky aromas, blended well with peppery spiciness. Uh, you've got nut and coffee tones, and subtle spice, pastry scents, fruit notes can also be detected. Comes to us from Drew Estates from Nicaragua. By the way, the wrapper is Ecuadorian, the binder is Honduran, and the filler is Nicaraguan. So now we're on to number 13, which is the Placencia Cosecha 149 Santa Fe. The cigar's sweet, fruity, and tart flavors are accompanied by cocoa, espresso, and wood, but in the foreground is a fine herbal note with a pinch of pepper and delicate sweetness coming to you from Placencia out of Honduras. And it is a Honduran Puro. It is a Honduran Puro. Uh, you want me to do 12? Go for number 12. The Villiger. It's Villiger. Exclusivo USA 2021 Robusto. It is. Okay, so this slightly box-pressed cigar unfolds the sweetness of maple and caramel. I want to try this. Uh, the spices of nutmeg, the aromas of earth, leather, and nuts. Some chili can be found in the creamy, buttery smoke. Coming to you from Villiger, North America, and the origin country of origin is the Dominican Republic. And, Jeff? The wrapper is Ecuadorian, and everything else is Dominican because Republic. Because you said you wanted to try this? Yes. I can make that happen for okay. you. Okay. I can make that happen I, for you. I'll tell you what. I want to try. I want to see if I get the maple and caramel. Okay. Yep. No. Nope. We'll I can, do that on an upcoming I, show? I can... You know what? We will. By we will God. do that on an upcoming show. Yes. Okay. Number 11 is the Avo Synchro. Oh, Caribi? Caribi? Karabi? Kohlrabi? C-A-R-I-B-E, Toro. Caribi. Caribi? Caribi. Okay. Anyway, the cigar like milk chocolate and creamy cappuccino with a slight nougat aftertaste. Interesting. Leather, wood, and earthy aromas complement the experience as well as a pinch of pepper. Coming to you from Davidoff. And it is out of the Dominican Republic. The uh, binder is Ecuadorian. Everything else is Dominican Republic tobacco. So let's stop for a moment as we are approaching number 10. You want to give a few notes on our cigars? Yes, but but I want to 
finish my thought here before I forget it. Okay. We've gone through 15 of the top 25. We have. We've gone through 11 through 25. Yes. What have we not seen yet? Cuban. Cuban. There were four. Four on the top 25 in Cigar Aficionado. Yeah. And not a single Cuban represented from a magazine based in Germany. That has access that has, to Cuban. In my opinion, more right to be reviewing Cubans than, you know. What it, you, where, is, where is Cigar Aficionado actually out of? Florida. Where, okay. So they're U.S. based. According to their statement of ownership printed in the November-December issues every year. Oh, that's it right. It is based out of Florida. Yeah. Yes. So, anyway. Now, thoughts on our cigars. I am uh, about halfway on my Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro. I love this cigar. It's got that chocolatey tone to it, a little bit of leathery spice to it. Retro Hale's got some spice to it. I, lo- I love this cigar. I haven't so done much. a retro. This cigar was the number one cigar for uh, Cigar Authority, I think, two years ago. And I believe it may have very well been the number one cigar for Cigar Journal last year. So, <laughs> If I'm right, I think. Let me have a little drink of coffee. Okay. Okay, so that was the first retro hail I've done on my Perdomo 1964 mm-hmm. anniversary. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. My bad. My Padrone. You got a Padrone. Yeah, I got my peas mixed up. My Padrone 1964. You definitely don't want to get your peas mixed up. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, it's okay. So, my Padrone 1964 anniversary series. I smoke like t- maybe two of these a year. Yeah. This is not a normal smoke for me. But what a great cigar. Mm-hmm. I got such incredible flavors on the cold draw and the cold retro hail. And then I just did a uh, uh, retro hail and picked up a ton of like leather. Yeah. A little bit of pepper, but a lot of leather on the cigar on that yeah. retro hail. Just a good stick. Very good. Very good. Okay. So now we're entering the top 10. Okay. And the thing is, before we do so, I want to point out something about Cigar Aficionado. Every year with the top 10 for Cigar Aficionado, you can guarantee a couple of things. Okay. You're going to find a Fuente. You're going to find an Oliva. Okay. You're going to find um, Padron. Okay. Um, more than likely, typically, you find J.C. Newman. However, they did not this year. Um, there might be one or two little underdogs that slip in just so that, you know, uh, maybe somebody can go and hit up somebody for advertising later. Yeah. Um, and there might be like one Cuban that slips in this year. There were two. Okay. Oh, you're talking about on this list on the cigar aficionado list. Yes. Okay. It's like they almost reserve spots for certain companies, if you know what I mean. But how can that be blind? I'm just saying. And yeah. look, go back to the list. If you don't, if you don't believe me, go go, go back to the go list. To the list. Just look at the list, and you will always find certain brands in the top ten. Fair enough. Well, here number ten. This is why I bring this up. We have an Oliva Serie V Milano. It's a limited edition, which yep. we talked about earlier. Uh, nineteen twenty-one. It's a four by sixty. Twenty twenty-one. Oh, I'm, what did I say? You said nineteen twenty-one. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, twenty twenty-one. Um, it's four by sixty. It's got aromas of coffee and roasted light salted almonds dominate the first few draws of this cigar. In addition, it offers some pepperiness, leather, cloves, gentle sweetness of dried fruit. And it comes to us out of Nicaragua. The wrapper is Ecuadorian. Everything else is Nicaraguan tobacco. 
So there you go. There you go. So that's Oliva. From Tabacalera Oliva SA. At number 10. Now, here's somebody who didn't really get any love from Cigar Aficionado this year. Number nine, you have the A.J. Fernandez Enclave Connecticut Figurado. Have you tried this one yet? I don't believe I have. I have not had this, and I want to try it. No. But the uh, smoke of this Figurado is buttery and has the sweetness of cotton candy on the palate. Earthy. How can that be? I don't know. I'm going to call whatever. I haven't smoked it. Can't say. Earthy and cedary aromas, herbal spice, as well as fresh pepper and licorice make for diversity. Coming to you from AJ Fernandez out of Nicaragua. The wrapper is Ecuadorian. Everything else is Nicaraguan tobacco. There you go. So number eight. Number eight. You going to do it or am I? You're going to do it. Okay. You saw it and you're like, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to pronounce try. Number eight is the Flor de Selva Colección Aniversario number 20 Toro. It is the earthy, woody, and leafy aromas mingle in this Toro with toasty chocolate notes and fruity hints of cranberry, all underscored by cereal, barbecue notes, and sweetness. You know, when I was younger, I used to love the cranberries. Coming Group coming to you from the Maya Selva cigars out of Honduras. Okay, and see, and you know that right there, you have kind of that 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 out of nowhere left field kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't know that cigar, you yep. know, and that kind of thing. But it, it's out of Honduras, so now we're 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 down to seven. We're down to seven here, Jeff. Yep, and we haven't seen a single Cuban yet. That's true. So speaking of number seven, you gonna go with this? Let me do it. Okay, so number seven. God. The Ramon. You should have taken number eight. A, is it Alanis or Aonis? I'm going to go with Ramon. Boy, you know what? You make a solid case for Aonis because there's two L's. The L's. There's yeah. two L's there. Uh, Ramon Aonis 40 carat or Pasais Bajos? Bajos? We should, yeah, I don't know. We I hear get, the geese. We should get your neighbor. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, sweetness of chocolate and the leather unfold alongside strong earth and wood flavors. Okay, then. Although some samples didn't draw perfectly, the subtle flavors and smooth flavor profile are compelling. From Cuba Tobacco, Cuba. So number seven on the list is a Cuban cigar. Okay. So number seven. So so far, out of nineteen cigars, we have one Cuban. One, okay, yes. And I don't, and I, I don't know, I know on a list like this, especially on a company that's not in the U.S. Exactly. I don't know if you can leave Cuba off the list, but I think to you be can if fair, the cigars aren't worth it. But if the exactly. cigar is worth it, then fine. But you know, but I'll, I'm going to get to my rationale here in a minute. Okay, so number six, the La Aurora. Perfidos or is the age 2020? Okay. (laughs) Yes, that. It's that. (laughs) Uh, It is. And again, this list comes to us from Cigar Journal. This is their top 25 for the year. This perfectly rolled cigar unfolds aromas of wooden nuts at the same time. It also develops the sweetness of cinnamon and a subtle leather component combined with a gentle peppery kick. It's out of the Dominican Republic. Now, the wrapper and binder are both Ecuadorian, and the filler is actually Dominican, Nicaragua, and Colombia. Yes. It's a 6 by 54 There you go. 
And number five, we have the Vegafina Nicaragua Gran Volcano. Uh, or Volcano. I just burned my finger. Whatever. Uh, this cigar develops voluminous creamy smoke and stimulates the whole palate with sweetness, delicate spiciness, and a subtle salty tone. The tart, sweet licorice and uh, nutty, spicy, and harmonious flavors. Okay, then. It's from Tabacalera SLU out of the Dominican Republic. Okay. I'm debanding my cigar, by the way, so okay. give me just a second oh, Well, here. then I'll go ahead and do number four here. Because I am I just burned my finger. I didn't realize how low down into the final See, third I that was actually a very gotten. small cigar, and for you, as quick as you smoke, I was wondering if you were going to like... I've got a humidor I mean, full of yeah. others. I can always bust so, another one out. Uh, number four is the Perdomo Immenso 70 Sun Grown Churchill. Have you had this? No, because this is one of those big fat 7x70 seven seven Oh, cigars, God, okay. And uh, I don't do the 70s, but... In the first third, the huge format shows cedary, oak, and roasted aromas, as well as balanced pepperiness. Later, the aroma wheel turns more towards fruity notes and nuts with spice and sweetness. Okay. And, okay, number three. We mentioned this earlier, I believe. Mm-hmm. The 60 by Rocky Patel 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, with its woody, leathery, and coffee aromas, this large cigar provides the perfect foundation for the sweetness of uh, is that bruschetta? No, it's brioche. Brioche, a brioche bun. Yeah. Yes. Brioche, by the way, is really good when you make French toast. Okay. So it, it gives a little something extra. So. Uh, caramel and cocoa, as well as peppery spice and toast. Comes to us out of Nicaragua. The wrapper is Mexican. The binder and filler are both Nicaraguan. And it is, on the strength scale, it's an 8 out of 10. So it's a strong little bastard. And the thing about the Rocky Patel 60 by si- or 6060 here is that it obviously must, I mean, it it it's... Getting good reviews. I mean, it was the number two on the Cigar Aficionado list. It's number three on the Cigar Journalist. So Rocky Patel should be very pleased very. with his placement, you know, on these. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's good. Number two, we have the Davidoff Winston Churchill LE 2022 Tightly Rolled Perfecto. Did you ever hear that Churchill might have been a cross-dresser? You've mentioned that before. Okay. Uh, the tightly rolled Perfecto draws fantastically and unfolds leathery and roasted aromas, a bundle of spices, as well as the sweetness of chocolate, floral and woody notes with a peppery kick rounded out. Coming to you from Davidoff out of the Dominican Republic. If you look closely at the Yalta conference photos, Good God. you can see, I'm pretty sure Churchill, I, I'm not 100%, but it looks like he's wearing a nice pair of Louis Vuitton pumps. This is a throwback to our very first episode, guys. If you haven't listened to our very, very first episode, <laughs> that's what Jeff's referring to. Yeah, I besmirched the character of a beloved world figure. On our very first episode. Yes. So, number one. Oh, my God. It's what I'm smoking. Well, not that cigar, but it's a Padron. definitely not what you're smoking. It's a Padron. But number one is the Padron Family Reserve Number 95 Natural, a complex, spicy, peppery gordo with base notes of earth, lush aromas, cedar, leather, cocoa, as well as cloves. From time to time, you get coffee notes and more sweetness comes to the fore. What is that? How does that? What's that even mean? Coming to the forefront. To the Yeah, but why don't you say forefront? Why do you have to say to the fore? Because they're... Because they're, they're cool like they're, that. They're German. They're being fancy. They're cool like yeah. that. Anyway, it's coming to you from Padron and it's a Nicaraguan of, Puro. It is a Nicaraguan Puro. So that would be your Cigar Journal Top 25 of 2022, featuring only one Cuban at number seven and giving the top spot to Padron. And let's 
talk about this for a moment. Okay. I feel like this is a much more this this is I believe a much more balanced list. You have a wide variety of different companies represented. Yes. You have um uh, a wide variety of countries represented um and realistically you have Cuba represented but not dominating. Yes. They dominated the cigar aficionado list. And did they do- I mean they I guess they did win. Dude, it was four spots four out, out of, of 20. 25. Yeah. Or out of 25, okay. Four spots out of 25. So it's nearly 20% of the list went But to not Cuba. quite 20%. Not quite. Yeah. But close. Maybe like 8 17 and a half 18, which I'm not good with percentages. Math. But yeah. anyway, but but here's the thing. Cuban cigars, man. There, there, there's been no advancement. No, and and you know it's like, I you don't hear. That's the thing. You don't hear great things coming from. Fo- I mean, the folks that love Cubans are going to be like, oh, I love Cubans, you know, and whatever. Else. I it's, and it's I know some thing. people like this, but like, and it's like, come on, guys. But yeah, exactly. It's like I, I just don't get it. But I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to just completely pile on to cigar aficionado because I already did that one episode and I don't really need to do it again. But like, I mean, we really, don't need to make enemies necessarily. So. I, mean, I don't really care what cigar aficionado thinks of me, but that's neither here nor there. But, but the point is that I do feel as though that it's telling that you have cigar aficionado just slobbing the knob of Cuban cigars, and then you have Cigar Journal who I feel like probably has a little bit more right to the ability of reviewing Cuban cigars, you know, given, because of where they're given located, their location yeah. and everything like that. And given, you know, the market in which they deal. Cause I mean, let's be real. It's a, it's, it's like I said, it's a German company uh, or it's a German publication. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, they're, they're, they're in that market, you know, they, they see Cuban cigars around and everything. Yeah. But yet, when you stack it up, when you do the blind tasting and the blind reviews and everything like that, what takes the number one spot? A Padron. Yeah. What gets only one spot in an entire list of 25 cigars? A Cuban. A Cuban. And when you look at the list of Cigar Aficionado versus the list of Cigar Journal, you have way more diversity in manufacturers and everything else on the Cigar Journal list than you do on the Cigar Aficionado list. Yeah. And so I, I just think that that's something that when folks are looking at top 25 lists to determine like, oh, I want to try something new. Take that into account. Just, yeah. just look and see who's got diversity and, and you know, and all that on their list and who maybe is just in the same old rut that they've been in for decades. Okay. Anyway. Speaking of top, okay. top lists and everything. Yeah, I'm just I'm throwing freaking bombs. You're throwing shade. I'm throwing bombs. Um speaking of top list though, we We're definitely punching up. <laughs> hey, you never punch down. When you it's punch true. down, you look like a jackass. It's and true. you look like a bad guy. But when you punch up, you can get away with you it. You look like a doofus at some points. You can get away with it. Until but, you get your plow cleaned. You know. Yeah. I mean I've punched up a few times and got punched down. Hey, if Marvin Shankman wants to come on the show and discuss this with us, oh my I am god, all willing, day, perfect, all day, perfectly willing to sit down with Marvin Shankman and discuss the merits of the cigar aficionado top twenty-five. You're invited. It's never going to happen. It could happen. It's never going to happen. Why not? Come on and defend your list. He's not going to want to come on with us. Why not? Because we make dick and fart jokes. 
<laughs> Who doesn't appreciate a good dick and fart joke from time to time? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I doubt. I don't. I don't get the feeling the folks at Cigar Aficionado and <laughs> I don't get the feeling the folks at Cigar Aficionado are necessarily woke. Mm. So I think I think they would appreciate our show if they came on. No, I, true. You have an open invitation. But what I will say is, I do think that there is a a heavy. Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is here. Um, there is an aff- uh, an attraction to Cuba at that magazine because if you stop and think about it, not only do you have four Cuban cigars in the top twenty five, yeah, but I think it was what two issues back, maybe two issues back, that they had the whole like Cuba, like you know the whole front cover was like Cuba, and they were had the big article about what Cuba could be like in ten years or something like or fifty years and all that, and it's like they're always promoting you know Cuba, 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 and it's I, like I admit, okay, yeah. I'm I'm a capitalist all day long. Yeah. Okay. I want to go to Cuba. I I I would like well one, I'd like the regime to change from communist and become, you know, a little more democratic. Yeah. Or a representative republic like we have here in the US. But that's not for everyone. No. That's not everybody's cup of tea. It's not. You know, I, I believe in freedom. They don't necessarily believe in that. That's true. But I would like to go visit Cuba. I would like to see Cuba. That's on my bucket list of things to do. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not You're just really... scared we're going to get arrested. Oh, completely and totally. And you should be too. Because you're going to be the one that does something that gets us arrested. You're not going to do well in the yard at a Cuban prison. No. I wouldn't no. do well at a yard in any prison. But, uh, yeah, I just, and, you know, and here's the other thing, and I'll just, I, I, I think I mentioned it, you know, on the episode with Nick, but I'm going to reiterate this point. Okay. If I did, and if I didn't, then I'm going to make this point. Okay. Which is, you know, you have a number of prominent cigar manufacturers that talk about the Cuban Revolution and what that meant to their family. Oh, Yeah. And how they were, they had farms stolen and property stolen, and how they had to escape in the middle of the night, and their fathers were going to prison and yep. things of that nature. You know, there's, there's, and I these mean, are our friends. We've gotten to know these people. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And how insulting is it? Yeah. To have a Cuban cigar take the top spot in Cigar Aficionado when their companies are advertising. In Cigar Aficionado, and their companies are submitting cigars but, too as well. But it okay. Let me play devil's advocate. You can't just say we're only going to let our advertisers in on the picks. I'm not saying that they should, but what I am saying is that they should do a separate list for Cubans. Here's the other thing that I'll put out. Okay, no, no, no. you know I'll, what? I'll give you that. I'll also put this out there. Magazines publish different editions by country. Playboy, for example would have different editions for various regions of the world. Yes. you The Playboy magazine that would come out in the United States in a given month, in a given year, back in the day, yep. was not necessarily the same Playboy magazine you would get in Germany or the Middle East or China yep. or whatever. I mean, they had different publications for different regions based upon... And different the, models. Ba- different models based yes. upon the different sensibilities of the region that they were publishing in, things of that nature. Why is it... That cigar aficionado wants to rank Cubans with the rest of the cigars that we in the United States cannot get. 
Why not publish the United States top 25 and then just do a different version well, of the magazine? Well, it would be a new world 25. Not Whatever. A, yeah. Fine. I, I then, see what you're saying. And then do a different version of the magazine for the rest of the world that encompasses Cuban cigars in the list. Why do they have – see what I mean? What's the difference between that and a Playboy magazine where here in the States we have Pamela Anderson and over there they have like some Italian model, you know? Oh, Italian models. There's there's no difference in, in doing that than what I'm proposing for Cigar Aficionado to not include Cubans in the United States. Yeah. They don't publish Playboy anymore, do they? I couldn't tell you. I don't even think it, I don't even think it's a it's published magazine anymore. It's kind of been irrelevant for well, a they long went, time. Well, they went for a while to no nudity. And that's I'm thinking, and that's when they became Playboy. that's when they became ir- irrelevant. And then they came back and they brought back nudity, but it was like artsy. And now I think they're just gone. Yeah, I think they are too. And let's be real, the moment the internet got proficient everywhere like that, nobody needed Playboy. Well, anymore. and also if you go back and watch <laughs> you go back and watch the documentary about Hugh Hefner, holy god. Mm. There was some bad shit going on there. Valid. Yeah. But anyway, but the point is The that, Grotto was not fun for everyone. I'm not yeah. But yeah. anyway, um, was for Bill Cosby. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's that's our you hey, know, hey hey that's our quick look at the uh, cigar journal top twenty five. Um, you don't want to eat those some, pudding pops if you know what I mean. On the cigar aficionado top twenty five. Now, before we get into ask the boys, the final ask the boys of twenty twenty two. The, and the final weekly Ask the Boys. Indeed, the yeah. final weekly Ask Let's the Boys. Going to monthly, guys. Um, the one uh, I wanted to bring up the fact that, um, so this episode is dropping on the... Um, this is our New Year's show. This is dropping on Friday the 30th. I'm thinking, uh, when was the deadline for voting? Um Hang on. I don't remember. No, this is this is me like having a brain fart all of a sudden. Um for the parishioners in the parishioners group on Facebook here. Um why is that not wanting to load? There we go. Um yes. Okay. So, guys, if you're in the parishioners group on Facebook, Go to the featured post at the very top of the page. You'll find a pinned as it were pinned. You'll find a post pinned there from Nick Gervais, uh, My Monthly Cigars, and you will find the form to vote for the parishioners 2022 top 10 cigars. Uh, the deadline to vote is January 1st. So okay. you have until January 1st. And um, that would be Sunday. That would be Sunday. Yeah. So you guys are going to have to get in there, vote for your favorites. There were 17 cigars that were nominated. Nominations were put out by the parishioners. Okay. Jeff and I, Jeff and I added no cigars nope. to the list. This is the parishioners top 10. By the way, I'm, I'm giving up on the Padron. What an outstanding cigar. Yeah. I'm going to light something else up, but okay. yeah. But anyway. Uh, this is the parishioners list, and so basically, go in there, cast your vote. Um, you're going to be given ten spots, and you're going to be drop downs that have all the cigars listed and everything there. You can uh, pick your pick your top ten, and then what's going to happen is after all of the votes are in, um, there's there's a weighted vote system that Nick and I are coming up or that we've come up with to where. Um, uh, the 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 vote is going to be weighted that way you know it's not just like like for example if one cigar gets twenty you know number one picks and then uh, ten number two picks 
you know, you've got to you've got to take that into account. You yes. know, it's like you've got to wait the vote. But anyway, the point is we've got a system coming up uh, and then we will be announcing the parishioners top 10 of 2022 um, following that. And it's it's a list for the people, by the people, by the people. And then you and I, Jeff, by the way, I'm switching over to a leaf by Oscar. You and I will be doing our own personal um, lists when we announce oh. this. I so I have to a, come up with 10? I sent you a text about that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you and I all have our personal list. I wonder how many people try to smoke this without taking the wrapper leaf off. I, what are you doing? It's a leaf by Oscar, yeah. Connecticut. Yeah. But I wonder how many people don't realize and just try to smoke it Probably with that Probably too on. many, and that's yeah. a really bad idea. But anyway, yeah. the point is... So coming up soon, guys, you're going to have the parishioners list, and then you and I will have our own personal list, and it'll be what they are. Keep those for my pipe. Anyway, so guys, make sure you get in on the voting there. Okay. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You ask the Epa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. So, guys, it is time for Ask the Boys, and you can get your calls, questions, concerns into us via the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And moving on here, we have a couple of calls. We don't have that many. By the way, I just did my secondary cut on my new cigar. Okay. Shout out to Riverman Cigar Company there. Just did my cut. Okay. So I'm going to light up. All right, then. So we have a couple calls here, so why don't we go ahead and get to the first one. Maybe. For some reason, this is taking a moment to load. Do, 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 do. Oh, ho, 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 he is a out. This is Santa Claus. Oh, God. Yeah, just kidding. This is a, a Jerry Polisky here. Ah, I am just going to go ahead and come right out the gate with it. Pulaski Claus. And address the elephant in the room here. Uh, I heard that... You are going to once a month for the Ask the Boys hotline, as it turns out. <laughs> it simply does not work for old Jerry Blasky. <laughs> uh, I have been told by my court-appointed uh, guardian, John Quimby, there, that these calls and conversations I have with you will count as my court-ordered therapy. So if you go to once a month... Uh, it is going to leave Yuri Pulaski uh, up shit creek there. <laughs> yeah, it turns out I had suggested that I go to the uh, local drive throughs in my area, particularly Wendy's, to have these uh, therapy sessions continue through the drive-in. But I was reminded about the uh, 2012 incident where I am banned from the Wendy's for a non-violent uh, crime, as it turned out. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> as long as I have you on the line there for the uh, call there, I was wondering if you had any New Year's Eve traditions you would like to share. Uh, I'll go first, uh, Jerry Blake here. Um, I like to open up the windows to let in the new year and let out the old year, as it turns out. Uh, unfortunately, in my current uh, living situation there, that is not possible, as I do not have any windows. 
I have been living in the broom closet of a local blind family. I do, however, have to dress up as a broom to fool them. So I could not let out the new year this year, as it turns out. I also like to uh, dress up as a baby from the previous year and uh, drink a bottle out of the bottle of a blackberry brandy there. As it turns out, I am being told right now that I am not allowed to do that anymore, as it turns out. So I guess I will have to come up with some new traditions this year. Maybe you fellas can give me some ideas there. Look forward to your answers. (laughs) Okay. I don't even know where to start. I mean, how does one dress up as a broom? I... I don't even know how that works. I don't. I mean, get a hay bale and. But it'd be a damn big broom. You'd have to tie like the straw to your legs, I guess. I don't even know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, you got to be pretty stiff when they're, you know, using you to sweep up the floor. I'm going to let that go. Um, so, okay. New Year's traditions. We kind of touched on this with the uh, one must go. The last time we you did were actually, on, yes, you know, with food anyway. Um, I will be eating herring. I don't really have any New Year's traditions and some pork and or, or I should say some uh, some uh, ham and beans. I'll be making that as well. Yeah, I don't really have any New Year's traditions. Um, like I said, you know, every year I I at least mentally tell myself that I'm going to do some resolutions, lose weight, read more books. You've you know, been losing weight though, but uh, I have. Uh, but it it not. I'm I'm not like. I mean, there's been some seriousness to it, but not a ton. Yeah. So like you know, I gotta whatever. But I'm the, gonna start growing my microgreens again. That's know, my that's my tradition to kick off for the beginning of the new year. Okay. I'm gonna start that up. I I always feel so much better when I'm eating healthy, and I haven't eaten healthy for a couple of years now, and it shows. It does. COVID it, COVID it wrecked definitely me. Definitely does. Fuck off. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I don't really have any New Year's to. Truth be told, New Year's is a fairly low key day. I I tend and I don't really go out for New Year's. I don't really do much of yeah. anything for New Year's. It's just. It's a very low-key well, kind of thing. You know, it's funny you say that. I talked to a good friend of mine, Larry Willis, who owns the County Journal newspaper, uh-huh. one of the one of the co-owners of the paper here in Southern Illinois, and he's also in a band, and he told me that things have really changed over the last 10 years or so. He said the big band day anymore is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yep. I could see that. You know, Black Wednesday. Yeah. Now, he said... Like, I guess they played at a function last year, and he said the place cleared out about 11 o'clock. Nobody stays out till midnight anymore. Yeah. And, you know, part of that is, do you want to be out drinking and then get in your car and drive? Because, man, the cops are just waiting for you. Oh, yeah, they are. You and know? also, let's be real, it's one of the top amateur nights in the in mm-hmm. the year. So you've got a lot of people out and about, you know, um, that should not be on the roads. No. But, yeah. Not that anyone should be drinking and be on the roads. No. But- but yeah, you've got a lot of people that uh, it's amateur hour, yeah, and they're going out jeopardizing us. So yeah, I I tend to stay in. Exactly. You know, I and the older I've gotten, the more I kind of want to stay in. Well, that's the other thing. I'm not a big drinker. You yeah, know? same so here. So it's not like you know going out and getting you know fucking shit faced on New Year's Eve has any appeal to me whatsoever. 
you know. You got all that out of your system in college. I was going to say, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. So. God, you're getting old. Tell me about it. Yeah. It's all over for you, but the crying. I hurt my back the other night. Did you really? I did. How'd you do that? I don't know. We're not going to get into that, but, you know, but yeah, I hurt, I, hurt, I, hurt my I back I mean, I the think the day. listeners want to know. Nah, nobody wants to know. I just stretched wrong. <laughs> Hunched over in a weird way kind of deal. Anyway. I would ask what you did, but I probably should ask who you did. We have another call here. Yeah, Jerry Polanski here. Oh, of course. Again. Yeah. Uh, I would like to keep up this uh, New Year's Eve conversation we had going there. It was going so smooth there. I would like to also ask, there, if you have any New Year's resolutions, as it turns out. Uh, I'll go first again. Oh, God. Uh, my resolutions this year are to no longer watch the uh, cigar pulpit naked, which I am... Currently violating. We yeah, we're also out. grateful that yeah, that's I also am violating myself. Oh dear! Anywho, oh dear God! Uh, to give up uh, dark meat in more ways than one, as it turns out. Sweet Jesus! And to uh, not uh, drink anymore. I don't believe that. However, I will not drink any less. Oh, saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> and to stop using bird puns. Although I don't see that happening. You need time to. Yeah, God. look forward to you. What uh, your New Year's resolutions are, as it turns out. Uh, Jerry Pulaski wishing you all a happy New Year. Now, now, Jerry, I do want to throw out my services to you if you need them. I am well-versed in bird law. You know, I thought you were going to offer to be his therapist, that he could call you at any time and just get his therapy in. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I mean... I'd have to answer. Jerry, just reach out. I'll get you his phone number. Oh, God. So... Um, yeah, so, all right, well, guys, that's been the final Ask the Boys, uh, of 2022 and the final weekly, uh, edition of Ask the Boys. So what's going to happen is, um, now going forward, we're going to just kind of collect the calls over the course of the month. And then probably I'm thinking the last Tuesday show of the month, um, Give or take, depending on our schedules. I would say, depending yeah. on schedules, we'll probably make sure the last Tuesday show of the month would be the Ask the Boys episode. And so it allows you guys to, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, bank up some calls and, and give us some conversation topics, you know, and that kind of thing. Exactly. Everything. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, but continue to get your calls in Everywhere. via the Ask the Boys hotline, area code 863 863- Eight seven four zero 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 zero. I do want to point something out. Okay. I got to give a shout out to my man, Mr. Jonathan. Okay. He gave me a shout out on the last authority. He did. When he took his uh, tissue paper off of his cigar. He did. Yeah. He did. A, I believe a JRE. It was uh, an Aladino Corojo Reserva. Yeah. Was it the number four? I don't remember. I don't. It was, it was, yeah, it was a Crowho Reserve. I couldn't remember which one. Yeah, but yeah, and no, uh, but he, he gave me a shout out in that. That did not go unnoticed. So back at you, Mister Jonathan. Okay. I would I, have done that today, but I had no cellophane yeah, on the Padron. I, I will say, and I only had a leaf on the Oscar. I really did enjoy that episode that they did from Dave's office. Yeah, I did too. It was like so much looser than their. I mean, well, they were drunk in the back half. Yeah. But like the, I, even in the front half, I felt like they were a lot more looser and just relaxed. It was everything. less formal. It was, and I, I 
I found it to be very entertaining. Myself. I did not catch why they did it in the office, not the They studio. had something that was scheduled a in conf- the other okay. room. Okay. And so they Because they did do this one on tape. Yes. Which I don't blame them. No, I don't blame They'd them They'd have been all. doing it on Christmas Eve. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. But they, they had something scheduled in the other room, and so that's why they were- uh, uh, in Dave's office, and then, and then I think whatever I like the virtual tour of Dave's office on the podcast. By the way, I didn't watch it on YouTube. I need to go to. I mean, I've been in his office, so I've seen true. His office. So it's like you know, it's like oh hey, I've seen that, I've seen that. But yeah, yeah. so um, anyway, well, why don't we now um, discuss the cigars? Because I am getting down. I'm in the final third. You are of my Perdomo Reserve 10th anniversary. Maduro. I finished my Padron final third cigar and whiskey lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. There you go. Um, Broccoli Rob and the crew out there slinging the drinks, slinging the cigars, having a good time. If you're in the Ingalls, Indiana area, which is northeast of Indianapolis, go by and check it out. You won't regret it. Do we have something from them today? Yes, and I was going to get to that after we talk about the cigars. Okay, so we'll just work into that then. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I've switched to you have switched the Leaf by Oscar. Yep. And I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying said Leaf by Oscar. So it probably the wrong order to smoke. These I was going to say, but. You know, but that's okay. It's okay. You know, I'm enjoying it. So okay. Well, uh, I I I'm loving the Perdomo. Um, I am down, getting very very close to you know the nub here, and uh, it's smoking great. The draw on it's been wonderful. Burn line's fantastic. Flavor notes are wonderful. Get that you know, that earthy spiciness to it. The spice level is kind of ramped up a little bit. Haven't done a retro hail here. I do that. <laughs> yep, there's definitely some spice to the retro. Hey, thanks for participating in the show, by the way. <laughs> I'm. I had to send a text message. I'm a little late. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, a little late for a I'm call do- that I have. I'm doing the retro. Oh my god, really? I- mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, somebody. Anyway. Somebody was late getting here, and, and somebody took his sweet ass time getting everything coffee. going. Fucking good <laughs> coffee. <laughs> anyway. Why don't we now go ahead and get into the final third Friday pairing with our guys, Broccoli Rob and Isaiah. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And today we are pairing um, a nice little celebratory pairing today. We're pairing the Camacho Pre-Embargo. This was made by the Aroas back when they owned Camacho. Um, this has 60-plus-year-old Cuban filler in it, and it's rolled with um, the Honduran Corojo binder and wrapper on it. Um, this is sitting at 20 bucks at our, at our shop right now, and it's a nice, solid, medium cigar. Yeah, sadly, I don't know where else you can get it right now. Yeah. But we're pairing that today with the Aberlore Abunda, this is sitting right at uh, 121.8 proof. Yeah, the this cast is a offering. Speyside Scotch, which is not our typical wheelhouse, but man, is this one good. It is. Uh, Rob and I are cash strength junkies, proof hounds at this point. Yep. We love high proof offerings, and this uh, Abunda is a Scotch for bourbon lovers, seriously. Yeah. Right off the cold draw of this cigar, it's like chocolatey 
fig newtons. Exactly. If you took dark chocolate and covered a fig newton, that's the cold draw. That's on 100% this. what this is. And this cigar does have a closed foot, so the cold draw is a little bit, little bit tighter. Um, once you light that up, you know, again, this being a closed foot, just light it up and smoke it. Um, get a lot of, lot of spice on the nose yeah. on the retrohale. Definitely leans toward a medium to medium full on the beginning, but you know, an inch down. The spice level is still there, but it kind of starts dropping off a little bit, and you get more of the nuttiness, the earthiness, the graham cracker, and yeah. kind of those, right, those little bit of Right off light for me, it was cinnamon, it had a little bit of clove quality, and it was uh, like white bread toast. Yeah. Uh, the retrohale on there was red pepper. Yeah. Like right off of the light with that closed foot, there's so much, so much flavor that you could, if you, if you retrohale with it, it's, it'll beat you up a little it bit. It does a little bit. But you get into, into the to the end of the first third and into the second third, and it evens out to this graham crackeriness. Mm-hmm. The spice going through your nose is more like a dry cinnamon. Yeah. Um, it, it And it does bring out that nuttiness, like Rob said. With, with the whiskey, it... And this is just whiskey with a Y because it's, gosh, there's no E-Y. That's right. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, with the whiskey... This is a very floral, it's a sweeter uh, scotch, but in that first third, seriously, it was like you walked into somebody's house and they were simmering cranberries and orange peel and cinnamon on the on the stove. And not even it, say more, for me, a little bit more lemon peel than orange yeah. peel. Just a nice light, light citrus. Yeah, so there's a little bit of acidity in it, a very floral, and the sweetness is more akin to like simple syrup or some, just like a real, it is sweet, but it's not your dark sugar notes like a honey or a molasses or anything right. like that. And you can see in the color, it's it's traditional color of a, um, of a scotch. It's a little bit lighter. Scotch tends to use um, used bourbon, ex-bourbon casks. Yeah. So you've, you've knocked a lot of the char off. And now you're just getting the the flavor from the barrels. Um, I'm I'm not sure what the age statement is on this. I don't even know if it, it has an age one. statement. Yeah. But you know, for castoring scotch, it's it definitely is the bourbon lover scotch. Um, you're not going to get a lot of the bourbon flavors, but you can get the bourbon heat. In the second third of the cigar, the the scotch turns uh, less from cranberry and more into like a semi sweet white grape. Reminds yeah. me the floor the floral quality of it reminds me of more of a semi sweet white wine. Yeah, same so it here. has those grapey qualities. Still, that cinnamon is coming is lingering on your palate from the cigar and uh, imposing itself on the whiskey. But it, it's still sweet and it has that more grape quality. And, and I would uh, actually l- say more like a like a high proof brandy right now. Yeah, I could totally see very that. very good. And the cigar continues just to, that similar notes going there. Once you get into the final third, um, the spice level kicks back up, but it's not quite as aggressive as the first third. Um, but it just continues to stay earthy and nutty, and the graham cracker notes stay in there, and you get a little bit more of the char because obviously you're getting closer to the final third there. Yeah. This is a perfect pairing to roll in the new year with if uh, this will air a couple days before New Year's. Yeah. So if you have time to find something like this, it's this cigar is 20 bucks at our shop. Yeah. It's expensive, but we're celebrating. We're ringing in the new year with it. This scotch, I think it's under 100 Yeah, it's a $17 pour here. So $60 so to $70 bottle? 
Um, actually, I think the 90. bottle. I think it's ninety dollars yeah, MSRP. Yeah, yeah. Ninety. Okay. So we're talking about a ninety dollars bottle, a twenty dollars cigar. It's not cheap. No. But this is a great way to celebrate. Ring in the you, new year. You just finished out a year. I know it's been crazy for a lot of people, but this is a way to treat yourself. I agree. As you roll into the new year. Yeah, so thanks a lot for listening, guys, again. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. Yeah, you can follow me at The Whiskey Pastor. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming in, guys, and listening to this. And you guys have a great and happy new year. Happy Cheers. new year. Cheers. Well, thanks, guys. We really appreciate it, as always. Yes. And once again, just to reiterate, if you're in the Ingalls, Indiana area and you uh, want to go and experience a really great cigar and whiskey lounge, make sure you swing by the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge just northeast of Indianapolis. So why don't we now get into this? We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terranova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. If you're feeling fancy. United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. Now... Through the magic of podcasting, you fired up another stick. I did, yes. During, during our little hiatus, our little break there. Yeah. What are, the, you, what are you smoking? So I'm smoking a uh, La Imperiosa uh, Nicaragua from Crown Heads. Okay. And according to Dan the Man Ponder, who turned me on to this cigar, he said that this is the cigar that um, he believes became the... Um, Oh my God! I just drew a total blank. What is the name of that cigar that Crown Heads puts out every year? You know it. They do the twenty-one. They they do an annual release of this cigar. God bless it! You're staring at me like a freaking dog watching a card trick, and you know you know this cigar. Um, the one listener sent us a number of years worth of it so that we could smoke all of them at the same time. Oh yeah. Um. Damn it. <laughs> I like watching you flounder. I don't know. I don't remember right now. Anyway, whatever. It, 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 it's, but it, you, yeah. but you think that last year's turned into that? Is that what? No, 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 no. This is this is an old cigar. So, like, it became that. Oh, okay. How old is that cigar? Shit, I don't know. Okay. Dan just gave it to me. He's like, here, try this. Okay. So, I'm like, there okay, you go. Fine. So, anyway. Shout out to Riverman Cigar Company. It's good. I mean, it's it's smoking good, especially being here in the wind tunnel that your patio has become. Um, just, it's 60 degrees it's out in January. It's not 60 degrees. No, it at is the end not of December. 60 degrees out right now. It is Holy. now way colder than 60. Look at, look at your thing. It is 50 degrees, dude. Bullshit. It's look 61. At that. that says fucking 50. It's 61 degrees. It is 50 out. It is Six, colder. 61. What's it feel like? Oh, it's down to 59. Yeah, what's it, it dropped feel, two degrees. What's it, what's it feel like? Do you have that? Uh, Feels like negative four. I don't think that's quite accurate, <laughs> but anyway, whatever. All right, so yeah. We, it, do, it, have, we do have a little bit of, uh, we have 14 mile an hour winds coming exactly, out of the south. Exactly, so. it's gotten colder with the wind. All right, so now it's time for One Must Go. And Jeff, you know. Okay. This is going to be one of those ones. We got to make it a good one. It's the last one of the year. So this is one of those ones where you have to decide what you want to give up for the rest of your life. Oh. Okay, I'm going to give you three options. Okay, 
Enough sleep? I don't get that now. A social life? I don't have that. Or career progress? I have none of those things. (laughs) Okay, assuming that you had those things, which one would you be willing to live without? You can sleep when you're dead. Yeah, but dude, a good night's sleep is a valuable, valuable thing. I always feel so much better after I get a good night's sleep. What is a good night's sleep to you? Is it is it going to bed after sitting in your ice tent of solitude until three in the morning and then hitting the snooze alarm 87 times? No, I don't like hitting the snooze alarm 87 times. A good night's sleep to me is when I go to bed when I'm tired and I wake up when I'm awake. Meaning, like, when you, you know how it is when you wake up and you're like, that's it. I'm done sleeping. I can get up now. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? That happens to me at 5.30 in the morning. And then I lay there, and I listen to the radio, or I turn on a podcast. Don't lay there. And Just I get up. Th- start doing things. Like, I, you might I be more. get up and do things. Might, I'll wake up the rest of the house. You might. Well, if you didn't live in your ex-wife's basement. Valid. <laughs> Don't live <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> Sleep in the basement. Anyway. Um, you might be more of an early bird than a night owl, for all you know. Oh, I'm a night owl. Or maybe you're designed to live on like just so little bit of sleep. Maybe not, sleep is not so much of a thing for you. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know. People it, do tend to start getting up at the ass crack of dawn when they get old. And you're old, so maybe you're designed to get up at the ass crack of dawn now. Right off. <laughs> God, that would suck. I'm just saying, you know, these people that are like, I'm up by 4 a.m., have my cup of coffee, and I get going with the day. I mean, back when I had to slop the hogs and milk the cows and collect eggs you know on the farm Mm -hmm. but i don't do that anymore i don't know of the three that's a hard one for me to pick because i am a social creature admittedly (coughs) admittedly i have a small social circle at this point in time you know it's not like i'm like sitting on like a giant collection of friends that i can go out with at any given time and do stuff with but that's of your own choosing no Yes and no. I I I do like people. Um, I mean, most of them don't like you, but no, that's not the case. Um, no, I can take I, a poll. I was talking about this with somebody the other day, okay. And I think my work life has impacted my social life. Oh, guarantee you. What, what we I, do is horrible for a social life. But see, that's not. You're going in one direction. I'm going in another. Okay. I haven't had an office since January of 2020. It's true. I don't have a work community. Yeah. My 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 writers, I communicate with my writers via text message, phone, and email. Yeah. I, I, I mean, shit, two of them I've never met in person, you know? So, and I've had a number of them come and go that I've never met in mm-hmm. person. You know, I don't have... I uh, contend something mo- is lost with remote work. Most people, when they... Most people of our age, when they stop and think about their friends, probably met them at work. Yes. They go to an office. They go to a facility. They go to a store. They go to wherever they work, and they make friends amongst their coworkers and that Valid. sort of thing. You and I, because A, we're the boss, and there's a certain level of fraternization that should not take place with you know cowork- with your employees, but then also- me not having an office, I don't have that that aspect of my life. So for me to make friends, I have to go out and about. So like if I stop and like think about my friends group, yeah, 
you know, I've got you, I've got John, I've got a couple people, you know, that I've met and and Dan at Riverman. Dan, yeah, and but then then you go out further. You know, I could say that I've got guys that I'm friendly with at the cigar shop. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily have phone numbers. You I'm not calling go, them up saying, you know, hey, do you want to go hang out someplace? You could go to like almost that. any lounge in St. Louis and know someone. But that doesn't necessarily make them friends. You see what Acquaintances. I mean? Acquaintances. Okay. I Yeah, exactly. And so, so for me, I have a very small core of friends. Yeah. I have a lot of acquaintances. Yes. And so that does make I would, this. I would put Pinky. I well, yeah, in, exactly. In your, so yeah. in your group of friends, I agree. Yeah, I'm not saying that. She just has a very busy life. She does. So you know, there's that. But anyway, but you see what I mean? It's like it's like it's just it's small. So anyway, you so keep a tight perimeter. I do. So social life, I I wouldn't want to give it up because let's be real, I don't have much of it to begin with. Um, and then in terms of career progress. I boy, I'd really like some. I'd really like some. Yeah, it'd be really nice. It'd be very nice. But that's part um, of us owning our own businesses. I mean, we're the businesses that we've chosen. Okay, the news media. It's a struggle. I was advancing along fine, and then COVID came along. Yes. No, you were actually doing very well I when was. COVID hit. I was doing very well, and then COVID hit. COVID has been a bitch to COVID our industry. Knocked me back about four years. Yeah. So that was not fun. And then enough sleep. I barely get enough sleep now as it is. So, like, I guess if I had to cut something from the list. What was the third thing? Enough sleep, a social life, and career progress. God. I'd probably go with enough sleep because realistically I'm not getting enough sleep now. So it's just more of the same. You know me. I've become a recluse. I'm probably going to say social life because when do I go out and do anything? Yeah, you don't. I have friends. I have friends. I have my friend Mike Parker. I've got Johnny Falkenhine. I've got you. I've got all these people that I always have good intentions of doing things with, and then I sit at home and watch reruns of Breaking Bad. I know. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. i become a hermit. It's like I asked you multiple times if you wanted to come up to Top Shooters with me over this week in between Christmas, New Year's, and whatnot. And, in, in, you know. in my defense, back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show with my fire... I haven't had a lot of spare time. Well, I get that, no. but you know, it's been—it's not like I've been—I've never been through like, anything like this in my life, and it's—it's it's were mentally and emotionally draining. I get it. Yeah. Well, anyway, so okay, so you're giving up a social life. I mean, I think I already have, kind of already have yeah. to a degree. So, all right, well, that's uh, that's been the United Cigars. One must go. There you go. The one must go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United, we smoke. Okay, well. Um, but I was just about to lose that. Ash I saw that. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and do that before my I just hanging on nice in my lap. My so, leaf by Oscar. Um, why don't we go ahead and uh, get this business out of the way? This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week. So take it away. My monthly cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. 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 Also, don't forget about the fucking good coffee. Don't forget the fucking good coffee. We've got our daily press right here. Bag of daily press yep. right there. It's very low. You need another bag. Um, oh, I'm down into the ground. Ew. 
No. Anyway. Um, Chewy. We need to get that re-recorded, too. That's gotten gotten kind of old. Yeah. Need to do a little housekeeping on a few things. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Not that I don't want Pinky doing it. I'll just have her nah, change it up. Mix it up a little yeah. bit. You know, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things. Just kind of mix it up. We need so. to get Pinky back on the show. We're, Pinky's been hiding. Mm. I told you, she's got a lot going on in her life right now. Mm-hmm. And so it has resulted in her uh, not being quite as available to do things. She was going to do a Christmas episode with us, and that kind of didn't materialize. And went all um, to hell. Yeah, just everything. Everything's kind of like... We miss you, Pinky. Everything's gotten weird for Pinky here lately. So, um, yeah. But life happens. Hopefully, hopefully, you know. Come the spring. Come the spring. Yeah. You know, things can calm down yes. a little bit. And yes. She can breathe again. You know, at some point, she needs to just come on the show and let everybody say hi to her and actually, like, appear. I don't believe that, Jeff. I think that that's her choice and she can do what she wants. Okay. I'm just saying. She doesn't need to do anything. She doesn't need to. Yeah. But I'd love for her to. It'd be nice, but. She classes up the joint when she's here. I know, but but she, you know, she has her reasons and I have to respect that. She wants to so, remain from parts unknown. She wants to remain from parts unknown. She's so. the Nacho Libre of the Cigar Pulpit. Indeed. So we're available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. And guys, you want to get in on that group and you want to get in on there right away because we've still got the voting for the Christmas Carol Contest. Through the that, first. That ends on the first. And then we also have the voting for the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners 20 Top 10 Cigars of 2022. That also. That is also ending on the first. Yeah. So we got two different polls running right now. Concurrently. On the, on the parishioners group that you're going to want to get in on so that you can, can you know, cast your ballot and, and make your voice heard. Yeah. And um, otherwise, it's just a damn good time. It people, is. People have fun in there. Then we're on Twitter where we don't really do much of anything just yet. We're on YouTube where you can watch this, and uh, we are going to still need calls. I'm still going to talk about this. We still need calls for the Ask the Boys hotline, area code 863-874-0000, and that'll become a new monthly segment. Yay. So means that you and I need to come up with other new segments. We might even have a new sponsor coming the first of the year. Yeah, I need to get in touch with him. Yeah. That's kind of might falling. be something to something to listen I need, for. I need to get in touch with him. I need to get yes. The, I need to get the details of that all because like, it's we're there sussed out. Yeah, you know. But yeah, um, yeah, I need to do that. It's been a rare two cigar pulpit. It has been. Yeah, we there's, normally don't do four cigars yeah. that we've smoked in this show. Four completely different mm-hmm. ones that we so we had the Padron nineteen sixty four, yes, and then the Perdomo Reserve tenth anniversary Maduro. Then we have the Oscar Leaf by Oscar Connecticut, yep. and the uh, uh, La Imperiosa from uh, Crownheads. There you go. All kinds of cigars going around here. Well, and I'll tell you, I've been missing it. I haven't been smoking as much. Well, yeah. My well between between the fire and taking up all my time, and it's been fucking cold outside. And my brakes went out on the FJ. Oh, that's right. So I've been driving Kristen's Jeep. Yeah, and you can't. Smoke and in my the Jeep. one rule is I can't smoke in the Jeep. Yeah. So that I'm, is that's a hard transition. Why not? Because when I'm driving, why can't you? Because at some point, 
a little hole got burned in the little cover over her that that goes over her uh, seatbelt. Mm-hmm. I think I contend it was there before she bought it. She noticed it after. Thought one of us dropped ash on it, and wait, 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 one of us. Her or I have never ridden in that Jeep. No, so it is not her my... or me. Okay, okay, because we we have smoked in the Jeep yeah. before. But the minute she saw that little burn hole down next to her door, that was the end of that. So, okay. and I, you know what? I can't blame her. It's her Jeep. She's proud of it. I don't want to trash it up. Okay. So, well, how much trash is in it? Because if you borrowed it one day, I'd imagine there's at least some garbage in it. <sighs> fuck the fuck off. <laughs> I mean, you know, there might. I delivered newspapers in it yesterday. There might be a few papers no. that I have to take to the recycles. I knew so, it. Yeah. I knew it. Uh, anyway, well, guys, um, but let's yeah. not tell her about that. This is uh, this is our last edition of 2022. Yeah, and uh, guys, we're heading into the new year. I'm going to throw this out there. We've had a great year, mm-hmm. and the numbers have been good. And again, it's all you guys. It's you guys telling your friends. To listen to us. We can't advertise. No. You know. It's all, so been, it's, all been word of mouth and yeah. people catching up on it. It's all so. been organic. And we appreciate that more than you know. So keep doing it. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. We appreciate yeah. it. And, uh, you know. And also, if you're listening, keep listening. Don't, you know. I mean, some people I know fall away for a little bit. You know, life happens and, you know, whatnot. But then they come back and catch up. But see, and... that's the thing. If that happens, just come back and catch up. Yeah. We're not going to judge you. Yeah. Well, maybe a little. I mean, quietly. You know, quietly. Yeah. You know how it is when you go to church and you haven't been there in like three months. All of a sudden you're sitting in the back and everyone's like, did you see they're here? They're in the back. They're in the, they're they're in the back. They're, I wonder what they oh, did. what they're doing. <laughs> then they come up to you and they're just like, how you been? You know, and all yeah. that. And it's that passive aggressive thing. But, you know, whatever. We, we don't care. We'll yeah. do that to you once, and then after that's that, that's what it would be you know. like if you went back to church. I lost that in the divorce. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I got to find a new one. It's anyway. funny how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, been there, done that. You lose things. Mm-hmm. What can you say? So, um, yeah. Well, anyway, I there guess there would be a uh, lot of that whispering if you just showed up one day. Oh, there'd be a lot of things being said. Yes, there'd be a lot of things being said. So. Anyway, well, I guess, uh, unless you have anything for the betterment of the cause, Jeff. Should I tell a joke? I mean, if you'd like to tell a joke, you okay. can tell a joke. Really, you don't have one all, like, prepped and ready? No. Look one well, why did you throw it out there if you don't even have one ready? I mean, I wanted to end on a high note. <sighs> I don't know if this is going to be a high note. <clears throat> I mean, it might be a note. Ooh, good housekeeping. Lord. Mm. Hold on. i got to find one that I haven't told before. This is riveting. This is riveting. Everybody was like all ready to go, and then you're just like, man, joke. Okay, so oh, man's got a joke. Why do cows wear bells? I don't know. Because their horns don't work. Good God. Our friends at goodhousekeeping.com. All right. Well, you know what? On hey, that- why did the bicycle fall over? I don't know, Jeff. Because it was too tired. Oh my god. All right. Okay. What the, Really? What we're going to keep going with this? What did the triangle say to the circle? I don't know. You're pointless. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm here for you guys. You know what? That ought to be your resolution for next year is coming up with better jokes. 
I like my jokes. Those jokes are bad. Those jokes are so bad. They're so incredibly bad. So bad. That's part of my charm. So bad. Anyway. All right. Well, guys, to have a very safe and happy new year. Amen. Don't go out and go, you know, getting all wasted and driving home and everything like that. Make sure you have a designated driver. A DD, um, as it were. You know, if you live in the Waterloo area, just call Jeff. And uh, No, don't call me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going out. He'll come and pick your ass up. No. You know. No. I mean, it'll be on a bicycle since he doesn't have a Jeep that works. What are you, what, are you making anything for New Year's? No. You know, you're welcome to come over here if you want. I mean, I appreciate that. I'm going to make chili cheese dip. Yeah. And I'm probably going to make some uh, peel and eat shrimp. Okay. And I think we're going to have some nice uh, brie, you know, with the, with the, some sort of fruit compote kind of thing over the top of it. Oh, fruit compote. Yes. Ooh, it's going to be fancy. nice. Fancy. Yeah. Fancy. I could teach either you either fig how- or maybe a dark cherry compote. I could teach you how to make a salami rose. You make a meat flour for everybody. You do love your meat flowers. I do love meat flowers. <laughs> Mr. Charcuterie. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, all right. On that note, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. Closing out twenty. We love you guys. Stay safe and stay. Oh, wait. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And now you stay safe and stay smoke. I forgot my damn cues. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Whatever tobacco this is, it's the stuff that makes my mouth all saliva Oh, is it? Some yeah, dry you out, some make you, yeah. I'm like ready to spit right now. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't. I'm not, yeah. I'm not. So it's, gross. It's, 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 it's saying it. I want to. Well, that was another successful year. It was. Yeah. It was a good year. It was a, well, well other th- than. No, I mean, think about it. You know. The pulpit was a good year. My building burned down, but other than that, I mean, it was a good you know, year. Yeah. That could be a good thing for you. I don't see how, but we'll, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll yeah. see how things suss out. You never know. I love the term "suss." You used that earlier. Um, but yeah, for the pulpit, it was a good year. It I mean, was, it was had, a really good year. We had stellar downloads this year. Yeah, and uh, took on some new sponsors. Took on some new sponsors. Yep. Pulpit Fest was a was another great a success. raging hit. Um, you know, smoked some really good cigars. Had some good times. We did. Yeah. And I proved that I can do the show by myself if I need to. You have done that a couple of times. <laughs> it's not it's hard. It's not easy. No, no it's, it's definitely not I've easy. I've done I've done radio shows before. But you <laughs> you can cut to commercial breaks. Yeah. You can cut to music. I don't have any of that. No, it's just <laughs> you talking. It is more difficult. Mm-hmm. So But you did it and I'm proud of you. Anyway. Yeah. All right, guys. See you guys. See you next year.